Do you know who was really good in that though? The um, her son. Yeah, her older I, son. Dude, yeah, I was gonna. Talk Corey about Michael. Him. Corey Michael Smith. He's probably one of yep. my favorite parts of that movie. Georgie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that good. scene where he, well, or he's already just in the restaurant singing, <laughs> right? And he's. <laughs> He's just a dickhead. He's a huge dickhead. And but he then just, you, he comes in like so confident though. He's yeah. just like, oh, you're here for like thinking about my mom? Oh yeah, dude. Like fucked all this up, right? It's like, yeah. And then he turned around. Oh no, you hear him first. He's like telling off the drummer. He's like, oh yeah, you fucking suck. Yeah. You're so slow. You can't keep up with this tempo. I don't know why we got you here. Anyway, and oh, he just he, fucking he spray, sings. He fucking splashes water in his face, too. Oh, yeah. I was like, this dude's an asshole. Dude's an asshole. But, but like, his on-screen presence is, like, it's so good. I don't yeah. know. He reminds me of, like, another character from, like, some 2000s, like, uh, high school yeah. movie, right? Like, yeah. that's the energy he gives off. Yeah. And, well, I mean, it really is, like, uh, what's the word? Intentional. Because it's from that era, I think. I think it really is straight out of like those 2000 teens movies mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, and then obviously you can tell this dude's a fucking asshole and he's messed up, but then it's like, Oh yeah, I know why he's messed up yeah. because his mom's even more messed up. Um, the movie we're talking about is May, December. It's on Netflix. It is directed by Todd Haynes and it stars Natalie Portman, Julianne Moore, Charles Melton, um, but the character that we're talking about, his name is Georgie, and the actor's name is Corey Michael Smith. He was the, he was like the, the person that stood out to me the most because I wasn't really expecting him to yep. stand out. And that scene at the end too, and spoilers by the way, where he's talking to Natalie Portman's character, and he's like, "How about I give you some information and you make me music supervisor." Uh, music super- just because he kind of is in a band yeah because he's in a band he's like yeah you know you get me in yeah i can get you some information you know we can scratch each other's backs a little bit and natalie portman's already like what the fuck is wrong with this kid but he's just so funny because he's like or whatever i don't really care not my i don't really i don't really care if he's say yes or no but you can tell he's like wants it Mm -hmm. so bad it's so funny um but May December is a movie that's on Netflix. It's getting a bunch of buzz, critical reception. Um and it is personally one of my favorites of the year. Su- a surprise. I had no idea about this movie. It came out. People were talking about May December, May December, and I was like, "What is this?" And I watched it out on out on a whim, and it turned out to be one of my favorite movies of the year. So good. Um Natalie Portman in, is in this movie. She's really good. Julianne Moore is so fucking good. Holy shit. Yeah, Julianne Moore is like holy shit. Another level in here. She has this fucking lisp that she does. Yeah, dude. dude. And at the beginning of the movie, I didn't really hear it. Maybe because I wasn't yeah. paying attention. And then it comes out, and I'm like, is she doing a bit? And then she just the way she says certain things. I'm like, she's fucking joking, right? And I'm like, am I supposed to take this seriously? And I think that's the whole tone of the movie where you don't know if you should be laughing at the scene or you're nervous, but you're you're laughing in a nervous manner. It's like a little bit awkward. You don't really know how to feel. 
because it's it's the tone is very i don't know it's it it feels an intentionally scrambled egg yeah. you know where it's like a whole bunch it's people not telling you how to feel it's like yeah people all right, we have some fucked up characters here yeah feel how you want about yeah. them yeah and but by the end of the movie you kind of just feel one way yeah you do a majority one way but the even when the movie ends the movie ends in such a funny way because the entire time Natalie Portman's character is playing Elizabeth Barry playing the she's playing a role that is based on a true story about this woman and her spouse who she is very old and he is very fucking young mm-hmm. and they're going off of the true story that happened um we should probably look them up but and they then she's playing the the Julianne Moore's character and she's just accompanying them all around town, just in their homes, asking questions. And she's doing all of this fucking research. And at the end of the movie, it's like a fucking porno movie where it's like, yeah, she's like, I want something to feel real and true. And, you know, I I want something that, that I can play that dives deep into the human psyche. And then it's just a fucking porno scene at the end of the fucking movie, which Basically. is like so funny. Um, But yeah, no. The person that we do need to talk about is Charles Melton. Charles Melton is the fucking best. I've never seen him in anything because I know he's in um, Riverdale or he was in Riverdale. Mm. I think they made a joke about it in the press junket where they asked uh, Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore, have you seen him in Riverdale? And they just start laughing. They're like, no, we haven't. And he's laughing too. Um, What did you think of Charles Melton? Charles Melton stole the show. He did. Uh, I think whenever him... And Julianne Moore's characters are both on screen. Is like, is where this movie really fucking shines. Yeah, it's the scene in the beginning where mm-hmm. you're kind of just like in this house, yeah. this party by the lake house or whatever. Yeah, and you're like, okay, there's a familial thing going on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you're like, oh, uh, that that guy, that's her probably oldest son. Oldest son. Because visiting, visiting, you know, like when um, it's really awkward too. Whenever you see, you don't really know they're couples, and they're just out walking around, and you're like, oh yeah, just subconsciously in your head, mother, son, uh, dad, daughter, yeah, was my wife, and you're like, oh, hey, it's like a weird feeling. Yeah, that feeling is the entirety of this fucking movie. Yep. It's so awkward. It's so sad. It's so depressing. And then at times, it leaves you with that awkward laugh like, oh, hey, yeah, hi, nice to meet you. You're his wife. That's it's so awesome. awkward. It's, a we- it's the weirdest feeling. And, and fucking uh, Todd Haynes does a beautiful job at, at like maneuvering his way around the story. Maneuvering his way around the story and also through like, each member of the family. Yes. Like, okay, so for Charles Monson, like that the first scene when they when they kiss, you're like, oh, that's okay. Her, her husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's weird. Okay. Yeah. I kinda know what this movie's gonna be about now, yeah. right? And you get into the weeds of it, like what actually happened. I didn't know the story going into it. Yeah. So I was completely shocked. All I knew was like Julianne Moore and, and Natalie Portman were together in some sense, right? Yeah. Um, but Charles Melton, dude, and majority of these scenes, all these scenes. Or it's either him on screen with Julianne Moore or on screen with Natalie Portman. There's there's another scene with 
Natalie Portman where they're just walking through this like by the lake. Yeah. And he's she's talking to him and like it's very like sunny. I think the sun is like just setting and he starts like opening up about himself and like you can't tell on Natalie Portman's face if she's like deeply saddened by what she's hearing mm-hmm. or she's so happy that she's gaining all this information. No, yeah. I think it's both. And it's so fucking sad. Yeah. No, it's that whole scene because it's there's a beautiful sunset yeah. in the back. It looks gorgeous. It's so good. He, he is in his heart of it's so sad because in his heart of hearts he's like I I want this to be the true quote unquote true story. I want people to know the truth that I was mature. I I really loved her. We love each other. Look at our family. This is what I want. And then Natalie Portman's like giving all the what how did you say? He's like or she, Natalie Portman's character is giving him the no, it's okay. I understand. I'm gonna do my best to tell this story. And then you get a scene later on where she's like looking at kids, the 13 year old kids, and going mm, uh, like, as in they're auditioning to play him. Yeah. And then she's like, mm, I don't know. Then he needs to be more sexy or something. And you're like, dude, this girl's fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, I love how it it not only deals with the relationship between Julianne Moore and Charles Milton, but like also the uh, idea of method acting and getting yeah. into your role yeah. as a act actress, actor, yeah. whatever. And it's like, oh, it could be kind of predatory. No, it, she it is predatory it is, sometimes. The way she talks to those uh high school kids, um, when she goes to visit or when she goes to pick up one of the daughters. Yep. And the daughter's so excited to see her there. And then obviously we got the jokester asking a question, how do you feel about sex scenes? Blah blah blah. And then she just gives this like true answer, but then it goes into this weird, like, yeah, sometimes you just get into it and you're she just starts like describing the sex scenes and stuff. And I'm like, these kids are I don't know, it feels kind of weird. It is weird. And then they ask her, like, do you like playing bad roles? She's like, they just have so much depth. And her Julianne Moore's daughter is there and she's her face, her face like uh changes from very happy to like very sad and kind of pissed off pissed off like oh she's talking about my mom yeah and then maybe it's like now the daughter doesn't really know how to feel about her own mother because she was just kind of excited that an actress from hollywood was was visiting yeah like she was just kind of happy about that oh and like God. not only like the delusion of julianne moore's character like that the delusion of her character is basically the entire movie yeah and that's where like i think the campiness comes from the silliness yeah, comes yeah. From. It, it comes from you laughing at her yeah but then when it really gets serious is when you take a look at every other member of the family oh like the scene on the on the roof oh my where Har- charles melton heartbreaking. and his son dude dude heartbreaking it, i was like that's his son or his brother, brother dude I that's his son confused it's dude. his son and and it's and it's I don't know. It's painted as a way as like a brother and brother, brother. Because he's sharing weed with them. Sharing weed with them and no, yeah, whatever. And then he starts breaking down. And then that's when you start to realize this dude is his father. And then this dude is his father. And it's also tough for the kids too. Like he's like, oh, I'm pretty sure like, are you excited for college? Like you don't really want to leave yet, right? Are you going to like miss home? He's like, I, he's like, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here because he knows what's going to happen. Well, his son Met- not metaphorically, it's his son is older than him, you know, like maturity wise, the way how he acts. Um, 
he real i think that's when when he starts crying is when charles melton you know realizes my son is is older than me and he's going to achieve all this beautiful stuff and he can't wait to get out of here and i'm stuck here right it's 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 the high it's everything everything is hitting him all at once and his son just comforts him and then you realize oh wow he is stuck as a 13 year old little boy mm-hmm. in this grown man's body having a son that's about to leave that's more mature than him the more he's ready to move on with his life and this guy is stuck right and it's such a heartbreaking scene man like i remember watching it and i paused it cuz i was like dude i this is this felt like too much for me right beautiful performance by charles melton beautiful performance um at the very end when he sees them graduating yeah and he just starts crying cuz again he's realizing re- he's realizing what has happened to him and the future that has been stolen from him that his kids now are going to have right it's like this beautiful thing of like i'm happy for my kids but i'm also sad for my own for my inner child right because i didn't get to experience this and it's such a beautiful blend between those two things um yeah, his his performance is legit masterful. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to talk about um one scene in particular that is my favorite scene in the Indian, probably of the year. Um, when Natalie Portman's character is going dress shopping with Julianne Moore yeah, and her I was daughter, just about to bring that up, dude. Um, and they're in the dressing room, and it's a the best shot. It's all an year. amazing shot. It, that, that shot is the best shot I've ever seen in quite some time. Yep. Where the shot is just stationary, and at first you don't really there's you don't know you what, can't tell it's a mirror shot. You can't tell it's a mirror shot at all. But then you're realizing this is a mirror mm-hmm. shot. I can't see the camera. You're looking at the reflection of Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore sitting down, sitting down, and then slowly but surely you see Natalie Portman's character start mimicking yep everything that Julianne Moore's character is doing, and then she's looking at the way. She, Julianne Moore is looking at her own daughter and the way she's like, I am so proud of you for being so confident wearing that dress. I could never do that. And then you're seeing the like turn of her daughter's face from like, I love this dress to like, oh my God, this is horrible. I need a new dress. I need a new dress. My insecurities are coming out. And then Julianne, I mean, Natalie Portman's character kind of just like looks at her in complete shock. And then it's like, she settles into that into that mood and then she starts smiling like yep now i know how to play this character and it's it's, it's awful so awful and it's it is so i don't even know how to explain this but then they just talk with each other and the tension rises and then you feel like they're a mirror then you feel like they're because they're talking and they're moving the exact same way because there's a mirror on the side too there's where you the, see a mirror on both sides yeah mirror on both sides where you see julie i think it's natalie portman's face yeah and there's a shot where she's looking and the reflection is looking like she they're staring at each other yeah because uh the daughter's uh when she comes into frame yeah she's blocking natalie portman's character yeah you see julianne more on the left and then you see natalie portman's on the on the mirror on the right and you see how like she starts mimicking Julianne Moore, dude. Yeah, it's really because good. they look like they're looking at each other, but mm-hmm. they're not. But she is Natalie Portman studying her, like she's a fucking predator looking at her prey. Yep, Mesmer- like mesmerized at what she is doing. Like she wants real complicated, uh, perform. Like she wants to portray a real complicated performance, 
And this scene is the epitome of where, like, I got what I needed to get from this person because of the way she interacts with her daughter. And it's just like, it's so icky because, like, this is the real thing that's happening, this sad thing that's happening to this daughter, right? And then you get the opposite in where it's like, I am going to mimic this because this is so good. I'm going to win so many awards because I'm portraying it this way. Humans are complicated. I'm going to play this so complicated. Like, it's, you see all of that in Natalie Portman's head. Dude, it's the one of the best scenes I've ever seen, dude. I it's, remember being mesmerized by the scene. It's really fucking good. Really fucking good. Was there another scene that like popped out to you? For dude, you? There's that, a bunch. But. It was that one. Um, It was the one in the restaurant. Yeah. Oh, dude, the one in the restaurant is... Where... It's so funny. It, because like, okay, you have that family, uh, like her immediate family. Yeah. Kind of. So, yeah. Yeah, it is her immediate family. Yeah, it's very no. weird. But then like her actual family comes up and it's like 12 of them yeah and it's like oh hey <laughs> and it's like what are we doing here it's like we're gonna go sit at the other table we'll go sit at the other table and then um the fucking our boy uh Corey michael smith it's like yeah because we're poor he says some sly comment yeah. like that and then it's so fucked up it's so fucked up and then you get the scene none of them is like oh i know julian moore's character stands up to like yeah them. yeah like, everyone else is just sitting down charles melton is like just sitting there timid dude him and he's like hey how you doing oh my god and because he's a little boy man yeah. he doesn't want to handle these situations no. and then the person that is handling the situation is like so messed up in the head it's it's just I don't know, man. And then before that happens, before the, her family comes her in, daughter. her daughter is like so upset because of what's happening with Natalie Portman. And then also like, yeah, you gave me a a scale for my thing. Like, I, I wish I got the present that she got. And then you you can already tell like this whole dynamic of like weight watching and, and being obsessed with, with her daughter's weights is like a whole issue that obviously is going to create resentment in the future all this stuff it's just unfolding all and it feels too real like you know you ever see those like um trashy reality tv shows where yeah this is funny whatever obviously fake this feels like what it actually should feel like where mm -hmm. it just feels so awkward and so like you're just sitting in this whole of uncomfortableness. Well, that's Natalie Portman, right? She's sitting in it, but like she's soaking in it. No, like, no, no. She's enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, like right? when she's asked, like the daughter asked her a question about like, yeah, are you happy like ruining our family? Basically, <laughs> like this is fucking terrible what you're doing. Yeah. And she's right. She's yeah. like in the beginning of the movie, you get uh, I think it's, it's Charles Melton's mom is there at the the gathering, I think, or it's um, her neighbor, and she's like you know, I think it's her neighbor, her friend. Yeah, or, she's like, she's talking to Natalie Portman. She's like, you know, like things kind of settled down and like oh, they're happy now. Yeah. And like people are past it. Yeah. And people can talk to her now. And it's like not that weird anymore. Yeah. And now that she's coming back yeah. to like make a movie, it's going to be even 10 times weirder now. Yeah. It's going to be like it just happened. Yeah. And like that's the feeling like maybe her daughter doesn't know it just yet, but the oh, other yeah. daughter, the oh, daughter yeah. that's already in college, like, yeah, she knows. knows. It's like, dude, she knows. what the fuck? No, this is Why fucked. are you here? This is fucked. Um, yeah. It, it's so interesting to see this whole dynamic play out and then seeing everyone's reaction because they're all different. Yep. And they're all uniquely still like 
telling the same story in a way. It's so, I don't know. You just see, first you see Charles Melton and he's timid. So you get the, you get what's going on. Then the daughter, the Dolo daughter's fierce. The younger daughter that's going off into college is like, oh, whatever. The, the kid can give a fuck, the boy, because he's like, I'm, I'm going to get the fuck out of here because he knows the situation's fucked, but he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. It's like, thank God we're going to college. Thank God, right. Then you get Natalie Portman kind of smiling, like you said, <laughs> sitting in this awkwardness. Then you get like, Julianne. No, it's fine. Yeah, I can answer that question. Yeah, yeah. She's and like then, happy to. And then like, Julianne Moore is just straight up in her delusional era, right? Like, yeah. this is great. I know it's going to be great because I said it's going to be great. She's um, so good, dude. It, it is picture perfect, yeah. right? Picture perfect. Um, the scene that uh, that really got me to sit down and like pay attention, like really into this movie, was the fucking at the very beginning. Where they're in the cookout and you see everyone like just hanging around. Then fucking he's uh, Charles Melton's cooking hot dogs. He's wearing the typical dad outfit. And then Julianne Moore goes inside and then she opens up the fridge and then the camera just zooms in on her. Dude, zooms in in on her music and the music, the soap opera music. You're just like, whoa, what? And she's like, we're going to run out of hot dogs. And I'm like, whoa, what am I? Like, it was like a. A splash in the face, like what am I watching? Yep. But I loved it. I, I loved, loved how it, dude. I, I love the zoom in. I love the, the music score. Playing. Is is so over the top. It's so good. It's I can't so believe funny. I can't remember this, but I watched an interview with Todd Haynes, and yeah, he was saying how he wanted to create a similar feeling of the music. So it came from a specific movie. I don't remember the movie. I'm sorry, but as they were editing the movie and uh-huh. and whatnot, they're just like, let's just use the same music. Wow, and they really? just use the same music, yeah. Wow. They're like they can't repl- replicate that feeling. Whoa! Um, I don't know. What do you call that feeling? It's just like obviously very dramatic. No, melodramatic. It's a, it is melodramatic. I think it is. I think that's what it is. But like, it's so aware, and, and that's uh, what I love about it. Is it's because like Julianne Moore. That's Julianne Moore. She's aware. Yeah, but she's painfully not aware at the same time. Yes, she doesn't want to acknowledge the elephant in the room because she is the elephant. And that would mean her whole world crumbles down. And so, like, I was telling you this before the show, but the actual interview, because the scene that I, that that um really is the most powerful scene is when Charles Melton. It's after he has sex with Natalie Portman, and he comes home, and he starts talking to Julianne Moore's character, and he's just sitting down in the chair, menacing. Well, okay, it looks menacing, right? Okay, oh, so, yeah, yeah. But like the scene where he's, it's the entire scene where he's just the coming scene. up the stairs. Yeah. And it's quiet. And it's menacing. It's ominous. And he's just walking up the stairs. You see a shadow reflect on the wall. Yeah. And he's just slowly walking with his head down. He's like a ghost. He's he, like, de- he's, he's dead. He's not there. Yeah. Right. And, and, and it feels, every step feels so like, I don't know. There's a lot of weight. A lot of weight. It's heavy, right? And then the shot just cuts to him just sitting down in the corner. You don't dark. see him and you're like, whoa, what the fuck? And then Julianne Moore wakes up and she's like, you're looking at him scare easily. And then you see the expression of her face just go down. She's like, what's wrong? And she goes into like this weird mom mode. She's like, oh, come here, baby. Let me come here. It's okay. And I'm like, this feels so weird. And then he's crying. He's like, doesn't know how to feel. And he's trying to talk. But you ever, um, you know, when you're younger or whatever, and you don't really know how to express your emotions, or you're kind of like having to think about what you're going to say, but you're also like crying because you don't really know how to express yourself. 
he Charles Melton plays it so beautifully, right? And then Julianne Moore's like, it's okay, Stephen. Like with her lisp, it's okay, Stephen. It's okay. Like just mother, son, yeah. right? And it's like, dude, like what the fuck's happening? And the scene that I'm mentioning is like when he's like wanting to talk about it and she gets so defensive, like gaslight, gaslighting queen, right? No, what do you mean? Why would you say this? You're making everything so bad. She's like, you came on to me. You came on to me. And he's like, but I was 13. And she's like, but who was the boss? Who was the boss? And he's like, what? He's, that's when he's like realizing like, whoa, this is really fucked up. The actual interview that that's from is even more fucked up in general because there's like a mediator. There's like an interview person asking him these questions and she just turns to him and he's like, or, and she tells him, who was the boss? Who was a pursuer? And he's like, well, I was 13. And then she keeps repeating, who was the boss? But who was the boss? Who was the boss? And it was so weird because even the guy, he's like, huh, yeah, this is kind of awkward. Even he is saying that in the actual interview. And then you're like, dude, this woman is delusional. Holy shit. And then they make it so different in the movie. But that is so like intimate and it's so fucked up that... By the time the scene ends and it's like morning, you're like, she's going to kill herself. Yep. She's going to shoot herself and ruin this entire fucking graduation. Because she's at the end, she's like, why would you bring this up during graduation or something? Because she wants it to be, she wants it to be a perfect day, perfect whatever, because her life is perfect. I don't know why you're trying to bring shit from the past up. And again, the juxtaposition of her with the hunting rifle, or you're like, I don't know what the fuck she's going to do to the, peaceful calm charles melton cooking for his kids and it's so beautiful you can tell like it's there's so much love there yeah. warmth very serene very it is the complete opposite of what's going on with julianne moore but like it legit made me so emotional seeing like them just be a family together yeah. right because you can tell like they're they love their dad right and he loves them and there's just like a sweet moment there. And then it goes to the graduation and, you know, things happen at the end. But that moment of just quiet serenity and just this is what should have been, right? This is what should have happened with him. It's just, it's it's devastating, man. Like, it's a devastating movie. Devastating movie. And uh, when I watched it, I, in my letterbox review, I wrote, a dude's name Todd, know how to make some fucked up movies because... <laughs> Because while I was watching this movie, um, movie that like kept coming back to me was In the Bedroom, directed by Todd Field, and it's that similar feeling. That movie was directed in like, two thousand one, I think, mm-hmm. but it's it's that specific two thousands fucked up feeling. Yeah, that like I wish we got from more movies now, and this was a perfect representation of that specific fucked up feeling doesn't necessarily have to be on this topic but like yeah. in terms of just like a lot of weight the yeah. devastation oh, God. maybe it maybe has to do with some family stuff um a lot of mel- mel- it's very melodramatic yeah and in the bedroom is is a lot like that where it's mm. just like a heavy subject like sometimes these characters don't even fucking speak and you're just like in awe of what's happening yeah. um yeah, that's another movie that I thought. I think uh, if you haven't watched it, you should watch. It's very, very good. No, I, uh, I'll definitely check it out if it's anything like this. Um, it reminds me a lot, too. Um, I've never seen the original scenes from my marriage from Ingmar Bergman. 
but I've seen the the HBO miniseries, limited series with Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. And the whole show is just every episode is scenes like like with that feeling because it is so like hard to watch and devastating. But then you're seeing like some of the best actors in Hollywood working and just fucking performing. What is it called? Scenes from a Marriage. Okay. okay. It's a limited series on HBO. It is the most gut-wrenching thing to sit through. Wait, so it's a re... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a remake of it, but yeah, instead remake. of it being like, like the, the movie, it's a... They make it into a... Because another movie series. that this was... So... I'll, maybe... I wouldn't say heavily inspired. I guess it was because I watched the interview with Todd Haynes and he wow. was saying how Persona inspired this oh, movie. Oh, Persona. Okay, then there And we I go. was like... Yeah, that the Bergman scene, Bergman is probably written all over this. Yeah, sure. no, for sure. No, yeah. Be- especially with uh, Natalie Portman and Julianne Moore's character yeah. whenever they're on screen. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that scene where like they go into her bathroom, Julianne Moore's bathroom, and they're like, "It's another mirror shot," and she's like, "Okay, let me see what kind of makeup you use." Oh put it man, on. that scene it's is like, so oh, tense. Put it on me. Yeah, it's like that scene alone, and also the scene where Charles Melton is like in the corner sitting. Is like that's was Persona for me. I was like, holy shit, yeah. this is like... Because like the thing I most loved about Persona was the framing of the shots mm-hmm. and like where to set up the characters, how to yeah. bring them in, in into frame and whatnot, and how you tell like tell a story in that one frame. And like Todd Haynes does it so fucking well. No, he, no it's incredibly impressive yeah. what he does. Um, yeah. I If you ever seen Carol, his other movie? Yeah. I haven't. It's on Netflix. I want to watch it. Is- it. Here's another really movie with, with Julianne Moore too called Safe that I really want to watch. Safe, yeah, 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 yeah. It's um, I'm trying to think. Oh no, I'm trying not trying to think. I'm trying to see this other movie because I know he had made another movie that I was like, oh, I need to see this one. Um, uh, what is it? Velvet Goldmine. Yeah, I want to see that one. That too. one. Yeah, yeah, Velvet mm-hmm. Goldmine. That's the one. Um, but yeah, no, it, she. It, or he is amazing. He did an amazing job with May December. I'm probably gonna watch all of his movies now. Um, yeah, me too. I don't know if I'll watch May December again. It's just like I really like how the movie looks and feels. Yeah. It's like in the beginning, it's very warm. Mm-hmm. It's just like any any movie that has a lake house or like the scene with the uh Corey uh Michael, what's his name? Yeah, Corey, yeah, yeah. Corey Michael Smith. Corey Michael Smith, where like he like interrupts that that uh conversation that Ali Corman's having. It's like that scene like scenes where it just it looks nice. Like that restaurant looks like a nice restaurant. Yeah. It's like there, there's an outside portion to it. And I love restaurants like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this this movie is my vibe until yeah. it's not where it's like very yeah. fucked up. It's super. But it's like very it has that warm kind of feeling. It's yeah, like, yeah. This yeah. is like set, I think, in uh Savannah, Georgia, I think. Could I thought this was gonna be set in like Florida or something. Yeah. It looks like I mean it, yeah. It, you don't really know. It probably is in Savannah, Georgia, somewhere around there. But it looks nice. Yeah. And that's like one of the yeah. main takeaways I took <laughs> yeah. from this movie. It's like, dude, this movie looks cool. Yeah. And it's like, I want to live here. I want to go to that restaurant. Yeah, I know. It's the nice. restaurant. The house like, looks beautiful. People are having fun. Like, yeah. Like amongst like these uh, like pivotal characters in the movie, like everyone else around them is like having a good time. Yeah. Like even the dad. Oh, like, yeah. Like the dad where he's like, uh, Natalie Portman's interviewing him. And she's just like talking as if like, yeah, this happened. My life's like, kind of good now though. Yeah. It's like, if they she fucked shit up for a long time, but yeah. like now it's like yeah, it's kind of whatever. It's yeah. like yeah, yeah. And then I still have my family. No, yeah. And then you get to find out like what happens with uh, 
why she's like that or oh yeah you you think because you, Corey, mm-hmm. michael smith is like oh yeah this is what happened she her brothers and then and then natalie portman's like oh that's why she gets like oh i got this information on yeah. her now that i got this secret that i can use for my did performance you, did you believe it no it's not i don't think it is real no i don't think so I mean, I don't know. Never she know. She doesn't really say, but then she's like, yeah, I know that story that he told you. It's not real. But then she's, again, she's trying to manipulate her mind into thinking she has a perfect life, perfect world, yep. perfect this, perfect that. Um, you don't really know, but you just know something fucked up is happening to her. And also, he wants to be a music supervisor. Music supervisor. Look, I gave you this info. He's like, there's this thing called in the in the industry <laughs> where like know. I don't know what it's called, but like you pick out some of the music, and I think I'd be really good at that. I'd be really dude, yeah. I'm a musician, I have a band, I could do that. So you help me out, I could be, you know, giving you information. How about we work something out? And she's like, well, I gotta go, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go, man. It's so I gotta funny. go do something fucked up. Yeah. That's what she did. She did something fucked oh, up. Oh, that that scene when she has sex with them. And then he's like trying to talk to her, and then she she's just like, "Joe, like this is just what adults do," and it's so fucking condescending, and it's so like, boom. And then he's just like, act again, acts like a little kid. He's like, "Well, I didn't want to talk to you, blah blah blah. This is so I can't believe I did this, blah blah blah." And then you see just like, oh, like, yeah, this. This dude isn't right. And it, that dude isn't right. And also Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman's so fucked, dude. Yeah, she's awful, dude. Awful, awful. Like the one scene where she goes to the um she goes to the the place where they first uh got caught in the yeah. closet. I'm like, what are you doing? It's like, do you mind if I go back here? She's <laughs> like, I kind of want to see what yeah. it is for my character. And then you can tell he's like, just don't uh <laughs> so move weird. anything or break anything. And she's like, I won't. I'm like, whoa, what are you like again, making fun of these method ass method actors yeah. that take it way too far. Like, yes, looking at videos of like 13-year-old boys auditioning for the movie and like, I just need to be sexier. And I'm like, oh yeah, she's bucked up too. And even the director is like, you know, we don't have the budget for you to being over there that long. Like, just even the director knows like this isn't like one of those movies like you don't need to be doing all this stuff she's like no i am i'm on something true and then he's like well we don't have the budget well she's like well those t-shirts are turned into mugs like again so delusional like yeah. this, this movie is all about delusion and 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 how delusion will get you or what it will do to you um fascinating movie one of the best movies of the year for sure um and yeah, it's. I don't know if I'll watch it, rewatch it soon, but it's one of those that I always like. I just want more movies like this. Yeah, like yeah. I think they're really fucking interesting. They're. Yeah. I don't want to say it. they're cool movies because they're not. <laughs> I, I love the subject matter. Actually, it's not a cool movie. It's not like fucking. <laughs> I don't know Ghostbusters. It's it's <laughs> like a. It's just a really well made film yeah. and. We need more well-made films. Yeah. I would say. That sounds <laughs> I would weird. Say. <laughs> we need more good movies. We need more like kind of okay movies that are like not shitty. I guess dramas like this. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to say. Just yeah. more dramas like this. Like mm-hmm. when's the last time we had, uh, there probably one came out fucking yesterday. Yeah, everyone's probably. talking about right now. Yeah. But like more really good dramas. Yeah. We just need more dramas, please. <laughs> What's the last one that like you remember that was like, fuck. That was like a good drama? Good. Yeah. 
because every time I think, I think, think, every time I think of dramas, I think of um, like Spotlight. I think of that came out like what twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen, somewhere around there. Yeah, so long. I mean, there probably is. I'm trying to think. Hold on, hold like on. Give recent me a memory. Give me a I'm, Give I'm talking me a about sec. like the past three or four years. Uh, years. Marriage Story. Marriage Story. Yeah, also came out on Netflix. Dude. Netflix. That's fun. Marriage Story. But like what? Like a another one that came out in theaters. Do you know? I mean, the last drama was like Killers of the Flower Moon, right? That's that's a drama, yeah, technically. Technically, but not really. There's a lot more to that movie too. Yeah, well, smaller dramas like on like because Killers of the Flower Moon is smaller massive. scale dramas. It's there massive. we go. It's that movie's massive. Like, yeah, there you go. Um, I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Smaller Oppenheimer scale. is a drama, but again, Tar massive. Have you seen Tar? I that, haven't seen. Not okay. Todd Todd, Todd Field again. Todd, yeah, he knows Mr. how to. Todd. Dude, yeah. yes. <laughs> I, he's only directed three movies. It's wild. It's crazy. People who people who do that shit, so jealous of. Like Barry Jenkins, yeah. the most talented human being ever. Yeah, I made two movies. One of them came out so long ago. No, three movies now. Um, then he made Moonlight, and it just drops a fucking masterpiece. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna make another one. It makes uh, if Beale Street could talk, and he's like, do one another beautiful movie. I'm like. How are you doing this? The director of the Zone of Interest coming out. Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, he directs like not that many movies. Yeah, I can't think of his name right now. But it's like people like that. Like, come on, like let's make more, bro. And I get they want to take their time. Yeah, get the right idea. Um, Jonathan Glazer. Yeah, Glazer, dude, he's the goat. Jonathan Glazer, man, he's another goat. He really is. Um, but I think a lot of the times. It really doesn't sell to to make movies about the human condition, I think. I think it has to be tied into something big. Like Oppenheimer is about the human condition, but it's like huge. Yeah. Close of the Flower Moon is huge. Yeah. But again, those are big name directors. Mm-hmm. It has to be tied to something, like whether it's sci-fi, whether it's action, like a, a blend of it. When it's like a small scale drama like this, it really doesn't. You're right. But those movies used to come out so much oh, back in the day. In the two thousand like the that was all there was. Two thousands, nineties, uh seventies. Mm-hmm. That's all there was. That's all there was. And That's I just was. I wish there was like a resurgence. I know like uh Tar, Tar, I don't know if it did well, but again, unpopular opinion, but streaming services are helping us with that. Yeah, it is. Again, yep. these movies should come out in theaters and people should just support them there. Um but yeah, no, it's it's sad because again we we see a movie like May December and then we're like fucking blown away like holy shit where are we where is these movies, um but they're like on streaming and like that reason why we don't really make a big fuss about them is because oh they're on streaming they're gonna get nominated too oh like they're 1, gonna be talked about thousand percent when Oscar season yeah comes up yeah when it, when it's like rolling around yeah um yeah these movies uh, Charles Melton's for sure. Gonna get nominated okay. for something. So big. Charles Melton for sure nominated. Julianne, Julianne Moore, Moore for, for sure nominated. Sure. Is Natalie Portman gonna get nominated? Ooh, because interesting. Because is Julianne Moore lead? 100%. So Natalie Portman supporting? Because she's also for sure. lead. She's, I think she's supporting. I think okay. the movie kind of tricks you into believing that she's the lead. Lead. But Julianne Moore. Is, no, Charles Melton is supporting. Yeah, he's supporting. supporting. 
Damn, yeah, you're right. Because yeah, that's where I'm. That's where I get confused. I think it just depends on where the studio thinks the best chance of winning is. Like if you, dude, I think Julianne Moore just does something to this. Like she, in that fucked up role, like she does it so well. Oh my god. That like I'm grossed out by it, but like you can't you, you can't look away. You can't look away. It's like dude. a car crash, dude. You can't. You know something bad's about to happen, but she's you can't playing look away. someone so delusional so well because we all like know someone who's like just deep in their delusions and and she just captured that well she lives she lives in this world where people just are okay with her delusion like people like she makes cakes and people just order them to keep her busy oh yeah oh i'm like whoa that's so fucked that's so sad but then i'm like dude there's so many scenes in this movie literally i was about to say another one like the scene where like she's crying about her cake oh yeah dude right i was like that moment is when i knew that I don't know if I was like just fucked up because I was like sad, but then I'm like laughing yeah, my ass yep. off. She's like, it's hilarious. Okay, you don't want. I was like, and that's like next to a scene where it's like Charles Melton and his father talk. No, that one's he, brutal, brutal too. Just oh my cold, god, just to the point. Let me have a beer with my dad, but then it doesn't feel that way at all. Feels like a kid drinking apple juice with this guy. Yeah. It feels so weird, dude. Yeah. This movie is... I could talk about this movie for hours. It's really good. Yeah, like... Probably my favorite of the year. Dude, it's... There's three movies that for sure... I don't know what my favorite movies are, and this is one of them. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Came out on Netflix. Crazy. Yeah. I, I Again, we we cannot recommend this Two movie. of my favorite movies came out on Netflix. The Killer and this. Oh, yeah. The Killer came out on Netflix. Wild. Wild. Um, but we can't recommend this movie enough. Amazing movie. Um, thumbs up all around. Um, and yeah, I think what else have you been watching? That's what's the last movie that gave you this feeling that you've been watching or not? I mean, again, May, December is one of your I've watched of the year. Cause I was sick, like for the past two weeks, mm-hmm. I had a sinus infection. So I just been like laying in bed watching movies. Um, I watched the handmaiden. Tell me about it. Cause I've never seen it, but I've always wanted Hold to on, see let it. Let me bring up the letterbox. I want to get everyone's name. Park right. Chan. Wait, the, he came out with another one recently last year, no? Did he? Decision to Leave? Yes. I've heard that one. Dude, I, I want to watch that movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Park Chan Wook, uh, The Handmaiden came out 2016. Mm-hmm. I watched that movie recently. Uh, I'll talk about it just for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Dude, like he, he has a specific style too because uh-huh. like I recently watched Old Boy. I think it got re-released this year? This I think, year. I think it might have been. It yeah, got re-released yeah. this year so I finally watched it and I fucking love that movie. Just he has a very unique style in terms of just like thriller, uh, action, and like um, twist. Mm-hmm. A lot of twists and turns in his movies. Yeah, that are very intentional and like trying to like trick the audience in the like best way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, in such a unique, creative, like cartoonish way, almost right. Yeah. Um, and The Handmaiden is everything that old boy is in terms of like tricks and turns but in such a beautiful majestic mystical way i don't know i used all those words i have no idea what any of them mean but like (laughs) i was talking to francisco about this earlier i was saying how this movie feels very mystical like like very magical like Mm -hmm. it it feels like i'm watching an adventure like harry Mm -hmm. potter like yeah some of the first harry potter movies like it feels like that like very I don't know, just magical. Like there, there's a specific scene in the middle where things like pick up and you feel it pick up. Mm-hmm. Like the movie just changed entirely. 
like like now this character is off to do this uh-huh. and things are changing here and you're getting new perspectives everywhere and it's like whoa holy fucking like in that specific scene there's like there's a shot where it's like you get this character in in the grass but it's dark out it's like purple backdrop and it's fucking beautiful to look at like every shot in this movie is a painting and mm-hmm. and it's very uh creative because like towards the end of the movie you get those same shots again, but told it in a different perspective. Ooh. And they're just equally as beautiful in their own way. Yeah. Uh, I want to get the cinematographer because mm-hmm. he's he's done a lot. Uh his name is uh Zhang Zhang Hyun. Yeah. Zhang Zhang Hyun. He did it. He did oh. last night in Soho. Zombie. He's Whoa. done so many like Whoa. crazy movies. He, he did, did Wonka right now. Recently, yeah, he's doing Wonka. He he did Uncharted, Zombie Land. Yeah. Holy um, shit! This is a fucking legend. Yeah, he's awesome, dude. Whoa. But like, I think, uh, in this movie, he just it 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 the same way uh the direction feels mystical like uh-huh. the way this movie looks it feels like it's not real like it's told in it like totally different world a totally different universe mm-hmm. and the way all these characters play i if i go into like one detail of this movie i'm like spoiling <laughs> like it, okay. it, it's like that it's like if you don't know nothing about this movie that's great yeah i don't know anything about this movie that's great i think you should watch it um it's movies about a handmaiden so yeah. there you go right um, some some schemes going on, maybe mm-hmm. trying to earn some money in some type of way, right? Yeah. Maybe there's a romance going on between who? Who knows? Who knows? Um, but that, that's the thing. I didn't know what the fucking movie was about. Yeah. <laughs> People's true intentions. At the end of the movie, they literally tell you in like in great detail, this is what's happening in the movie. And sometimes when movies do that, I'm like, eh, I don't really like when like it's telling you like, this is how to feel yeah. about the movie. This yeah. is what's happening. But I don't know. In the, in this one, same same as Old Boy, it's delivered in such a creative way mm-hmm. that that just captures me emotionally. Yeah, that I love this movie. I don't know. It also looks fucking amazing. No, yeah. I, I mean, I've heard nothing but good things. Again, I've tried to stay away from like any type of review or spoiler stuff because I know nothing about this movie. All I've heard mm-hmm. is people rave about this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always been on my watch list. Like it came out 2016. That was when I was like really getting into movies. Like mm-hmm. 20, 2015, 2016, I was like deep in there. So I can't believe I didn't see it. Um, for sure gonna watch that. Um, it's really good. Yeah. No, I uh, definitely. Park Chan is a legend. Legend. When I saw this, I'm like, oh, this is just as good <laughs> as Old Boy, and we're like in the first like 15 minutes. Damn. Holy fuck. Okay. Yeah. This is gonna be a good movie, and by yeah. the end, I was like, this is movie is. Pretty much fucking perfect. Damn, it literally dude. is perfect. Damn. It's what a, one of what my a, new favorite movies. What a jam-packed year. 2016. That's a bunch of good movies that, that is came a bunch out this of good year. Movies. Um, um, damn. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a bunch of good movies. Like Letterboxd is dope. Like, dude, Letterboxd is the the best app in the world. It's for just movie great lovers. like for finding new movies. Yes. Not necessarily about like reviewing or whatever. Yeah. Like it's great keeping like what movies you watched, but like in terms of like finding new things. Yeah. And uh, the lists are great. Like people who create lists are really great because like I get a lot of things on my watch list from those lists. Mm-hmm. Um, another movie I watched from that list, I think I the list. What's I, the list? What's the name? The list I watched was like two thousands <laughs> depression. Oh shit! I got <laughs> and, and I, I think that's the list. Um, I watched this other movie 
called La Cienega. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's the, the one that you were oh, mentioning. Let me bring before. it up. My Trashy Y2K Era. What is this? It's called, yeah, movie's called La Cienega, directed by Lu... I'm going to butcher this name, bro. Know, wait, wait, La... It's a Spanish name, too. Like, I should feel ashamed. You, 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 give me, you give me some help. La Cienega. Lucer... Lucrecia, Lucrecia Martel. Yeah. Lucrecia Martel. Uh, this movie follows this family kind of wealthy, kind of not. They're in this like middle period where it's like things are in decay. Okay. And the house is kind of trash. People are always drunk. People are always in some type of they're always bleeding. So, like, there's a lot of characters that are bleeding in this movie for some reason. It's just like a weird decay. Oh, wow. You see the house kind of just like falling apart. Uh, this movie starts with uh, this. People are outside by the pool uh-huh. and they're drinking wine. And, and it's the shot of a bunch of like glasses tingling, like cleaning with each other and, and like wine and like people pouring wine drunkenly and missing everywhere. Wow. And like people getting up, moving the chairs because things are winding down and like this woman falls and breaks the glass on her chest and like everyone's so careless, like underwear drunk. It's just like, it's like that type of feeling. It's like no one gives a fuck. Yes. It's a very <laughs> yeah. laid back fi- yeah. uh, feeling movie where like I said, things are in decay. But like also very chill at the same time. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I think I resonate with that feeling <laughs> so like great. But uh the this movie is like very soulful. Like I love when movies are very like connect like with me spiritually. Yeah. Where it's like nothing needs to happen. It's I just go based off vibe. And okay. this is the perfect movie. This movie looks fucking incredible. Um, it's like set in Argentina. So you get a lot of Great backdrops of like the yeah. mountains. Yeah. Um, a lot of great like uh scenes where in the like downtown, like kids are playing like with water balloons. Uh just a lot of scenes where people are just laying down. Yeah. Like this movie captures that feeling of where it's very, very, very hot out, it's summer, mm-hmm. and maybe you're you're at your family's house, maybe you're at your house, and then you just go inside and it's still hot yeah. inside the house. Yeah. And so you just lay down flat on your stomach mm-hmm. and just try to soak in as much like coldness as possible because yeah. it's so hot. It's so hot. This movie, yeah, it captures that perfectly. Like it's like I know this movie trying to tell like a deeper story and meaning. Um, but what I really got from it was that another feeling of when you're like a kid mm-hmm. and you're trying to and maybe you're in the room with like adults like your parents or like maybe siblings who are older and you're just like hearing their conversations and you're like a little kid and you're like trying to understand like what they're talking about trying to unravel like who they're talking about or why someone's mad i think that's like the perfect description of this movie of that because this movie doesn't tell you who's related or what or who's related to who in terms of like there's characters that get introduced yeah. And you're like, is that her sister? Yeah. Parent? You don't know. Like, what's happening? But they they just don't tell you. And it's like that feeling of just like a kid and you're like your trying mom's. Trying to piece together. You're trying to piece together. Your mom's like mad and you're like, why is my mom mad? Yeah. And she's like mad for a specific reason. You're trying to figure out. And like, you're just a kid like wondering like, what's happening? You're yeah. trying to piece together like, what's happening? Yeah. It's that feeling of like growing up. 
um that it does that very well uh it's like another one of my favorite movies that I've recently watched. Dang. It's really good. The movie looks incredible. What did you see it on? Criterion. I watched Criterion. it on Criterion. Okay. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of movies that are like, I guess, foreign movies. Just like not in English language. Yeah, I think. I wanted to watch a movie that was in Spanish. Uh-huh. And this one's fucking great. I want to watch more movies from her. She's a very, I watched an interview with her after. And like, she talks about how her movies are very, they, she wants them to feel very spiritual. Like they come from a personal place, yeah, and and I guess her personal place and and mine are kind of similar in terms of yeah. just like family and like that feeling of growing up yeah. and like trying to figure things out, yeah, as a little kid, as a little kid, yeah, not even as an adult, just like yeah. as a little kid, yeah. No, and, that that's such a fascinating. I think movies like those, like like you what you just described in La Cienega, they're so fascinating to me now. Because as like a person, when you're just getting into films, you you really want to watch like the big name directors. Mm-hmm. You want to do all this stuff. But then you discover gems like this where, again, people will often say, oh, yeah, nothing happens in this movie. It's just a bunch of people laying around. Or it's around, boring. Or it's boring. And then once you get into that deeply, I don't know, you get into the zone of like movie watching where you're like, okay, this is this feels personal. So... What am I getting from this? Exactly. Right? And then so you just, you said you're experiencing the movie in a totally different new light, right? Where it's like, okay, why am I feeling this way now? What is going on? Like you just mentioned, I don't know anything about this movie, but you're mentioning like Argentina. Everyone's drunk. Everyone's fumbling around. The house is like kind of getting, is in decay. It, it's a, everything's a mess. Everything's a mess, No right? one really is wanting to clean it up. Clean yeah, it up. No it's one. the summer. It's fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. It's hot. No one's even trying to clear things up for you, like in the movie. Like she probably isn't trying to clear, make things easy for you to understand. Yeah, this movie right? is not easy to understand, right? And and so, yeah, these types of movies they're so interesting to me now because you do get a sense, you do get this like real, real. You get this realness from this movie, right? Where it feels like, whoa, there's it. It feels very personal to yeah, me. Yeah, this and feel- I, I think it will feel very personal to you. Yeah, there's no. a specific scene where. Uh, it's beautifully shot too in in this room, and you get three different perspectives of like what. Cause okay, so you get first like up close shots uh-huh. of these three characters in the room, uh-huh. and you can tell okay, okay, they're clearly having a conversation with each other, uh-huh. but you don't know where they are. Yeah, and then it slowly switches positions and frames, and it's like oh, this she's having a conversation with her, and this character is in this corner watching, Whoa. and it's like. Done in a really interesting way. And you feel, at least I, I do, or... you feel lost, but then things slowly start clearing up. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like that. And there's a lot of moments like that in, in the movie that are done really well. And like, there's this uh, other character, she's like maybe five or six years old, sitting in, in the corner on like a chair, watching these two adults talk. And she's just like, looking at like, all right, what are they talking about? What's happening? I was like, dude, I've been there Oh, before. yeah. And no, it's like, 1,000%. It's like, whoa. It's like... 1,000%. Like, you've, you've been in, like, those family reunions where, yeah. like, it's a bunch of people, like, I'm, I'm my family's from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so it's a bunch of, like, relatives that you don't really know, but they know you. And then they're just talking. And then they're mentioning, oh, yeah. And so-and-so came over here. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then you're you're just you're just listening, right? Because you're a little kid. You can't really go anywhere. You're just listening. And you're a, you're not a part of the conversation, but you're a part of, of, of the environment. Mm-hmm. And then you start noticing other things, right? Yeah. While they're telling a the story, then you get lost. And then you jump back into the story because you're 
starting to re-engage with the listening portion. And then you just, it's like. That's the movie. That's what the movie. What you described yeah. is the movie. Yeah. And I always find those moments very interesting because they're, they're not things that you remember. Nope. Right, they're not things that like are easily accessible. Like, oh yeah, I remember that time where I didn't say a word when I was listening. Exactly. To, like, it's it's one of those where, I don't know. It's like it's, it's distant. It's yeah, like it's a, deep in your subconscious. It's you don't there. really know, but then when you see it, it's mm. so familiar. I there's this one. Um, I know we talked about TikTok a lot last time, but like this core core. Oh yeah, I love um, core core. <laughs> and there's one core core There's one thing where like it's like core core, but then it's like art. And I think it's from a comic strip. I forgot what it is. Um, let me pull it up. And it's it's um the this one right here. I'll show it to you and then we can talk about it. Um it's this one right here. Oh, where'd it go? Where'd it go? It's like how how art is like digested and what do you do with this? It's how to look at art by Linda Berry. It's like a strip. I'm gonna play it for you. And it's like a it's like a comic strip of like a mom and a daughter looking at a painting. And the painting is of, I guess, someone carrying a baby. And the mom is saying, I'm not sure how to look at art. And then the baby's like, What's supposed to happen? And then the mom's like, something big, a revelation. Suddenly you just understand. And the baby's like, can't really see because the the, the picture is too far mm -hmm. up. And so then um, the mom says, not sure how to make it happen, though. And the baby says, how about you lift me up so I can see better? And then she lifts the baby oh, up yeah. and they're looking at the picture and it's like a mirror. Yeah. You know, and then it just happens. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think those moments in movies are so magical to me now because of. I, I don't really notice them or you don't really notice them like growing up day-to-day -day life. It's like the moments you think that make you the person you are today yeah, are not are that not, important and you realize, all. oh, okay, no, it's these moments. It's the moments that you are as deep in your subconscious that you don't really think about. We're like, oh yeah, a moment that really changed my life was when I went to this and I dealt with my fear. Of course, it can. But then like you see something like this movie or an, as you look at a piece of art, you listen to music. And it just takes you there. Yeah. And you didn't realize how much that affected you. Yeah. It's a lot of those moments of like, maybe you forget about it, but like as a kid, I spent a lot of time with my family in like the yes. valley. Yes. So it's, it's like a lot of that, but it's like moments where like nothing happens. Nothing. Where you're just laying on the couch, you're fucking tired from just like running around all day with your cousins and all that. And it's just like hot as fuck. It's yeah. Texas, South yeah. Texas. Yeah. And you're just sitting down waiting around and you're just like, someone turn a fan on, dude. Yeah. It's like those moments. They're, it's magic. Yeah. It really is. You don't know it. You don't know it until, like that's why representation is so important on the big screen mm -hmm. because you don't really know it until you see it. But once you see that representation, no matter how small it is, it's again it's magic like that's the, the magic thing that's supposed to happen it's not like this big huge like oh this guy saved the world and he fucking killed a a monster and he looks just like me mm -hmm. it's like oh i've lived this yeah and i didn't know it affected me that much but it kind of did hmm. yeah, and it exactly. just makes you think and that to me is what art is supposed to be i think you'd right? really love this movie yeah no i i think movies like that um they need to be 
appreciate movies like more. that still get made. Like um the the most recent one that I can think of that he made another one. Um uh, director uh the Florida Project. Oh yeah, Sean Baker. It's a movie like kind of like that. Dude, the Florida Project is one of my favorite movies mm-hmm. ever because again, just showing you moments of just pastime. Pa- of of kids. Yeah. Just passing the time. And you don't really real they don't really understand the financial burdens that their families are in. They don't understand the political nature of the world. They don't understand anything. They don't understand um the economic struggle that this environment is in when Disneyland is popping fireworks like four blocks away. They're just wanting ice cream. Yeah. They're wanting to have fun with their friends. And then it isn't until the very end of the movie where you realize, oh, they're actually about to get this is about to be a, a an awful core memory for these fucking mm-hmm. kids. And it's it's again the small moments, right? It that make up this humongous piece of work. And you know, you can relate. Like, oh yeah, I, my, me and my cousin used to do this shit all the time. Like just fucking run around in little apartments, have our little adventures. And then isn't until you when you're older, we realize, oh my god, that was kind of dangerous or we almost run into this. Dude, there's person. a lot of moments like so that many in, moments. in this movie where oh. it's like a lot of dangerous moments without yeah. parent supervision. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It depends yeah. when you watch the movie. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think, yeah, um, I'm really glad you brought that up because I'll definitely really check this one out. Yeah. Um, really good. Yeah. Criterion just hits all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will tell you a movie that really didn't hit me the right way. Ooh. But it is. Making people's jaws drop to the floor. Um, it is called Saltburn. Um, oh, yeah. I saw this movie like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Um, it is a movie that it is directed by, uh, let me get her name right, because she directed uh, Promising Young Woman uh-huh. that came out 2021, I think, 2021. Um, um, it's uh, Emerald Fennel. I think that's how you say her name. But she's also an actress, right? This movie is so complicated for me. Because Promising Young Woman, I think I really enjoyed a lot. I don't know. I enjoyed a lot, but it is very controversial, right? Again, have you seen Promising Young Woman? I haven't. Okay, it's a very controversial movie. Um, This one is also trying to be very controversial. Um, uh, It's about... Uh, this guy who is in college, he's kind of doesn't have really any friends. He meets someone and he becomes obsessed over him, right? And they form a bond. And, um, the person, the, the two actors that I'm, that I'm talking about is, um, Barry Keoghan and, um, Jacob Alordi. They are really good in this movie. Um, also Rosamund Pike is in this one. Richard E. Grant is in this movie. Carrie Mulligan is in this movie. No, yeah, it's a stacked cast. Stacked. Um, but Barry Keoghan is the main guy. He is doesn't have any friends. And he meets Jacob Elordi's character. And he becomes obsessed. He's like, yeah, I, this guy needs to be my friend. And so Jacob Elordi invites him over after graduation. To invite him over to live with his, his mom for, his, for a little while. Because Barry, Barry Keoghan's family is... He has a rough past. He's like, just come over. Just live with us. And it's like, this movie is trying to be vibes. 
This movie trying is, to be vibes. This movie is trying to be like funny disco, <laughs> like in the country English vibes, like castle oh. vibes. Oh, castle! I like castle. Vibes. Castle vibes, but then it's also like just like they're watching Super Bad, like in the in the in the movie. Okay. I mean, in in the living room, whatever. They're watching Super Bad, so you're like, okay, this is in the 2000s. They're having like little parties, um, and then you get some of the most disturbingly disgusting shit you'll ever see on screen happen and then you're like what the fuck is going on actually and <laughs> you don't really castle vibes and yeah and it's and it's yeah it, it's trying to be castle vibes and it didn't quite get there for me but i will say it had one of the funniest scenes i've ever seen in my entire life because of how much i was cringing and how much the entire audience was literally gasping of not wanting to see what was on screen there was multiple oh my fucking gosh Oh my, like squirming. Is in this the like movie in the there? middle of the movie or the beginning? Middle of the movie. Oh, so that's crazy. Um, I'm not going to say what happens, yeah. but it involves a bathtub scene um, with a character. It, I still hear what is happening. Um, and seeing it was also not probably the best idea. I probably should have looked away. It's not even that it's like, it's not even like, it's like, whoa, like something crazy is happening. It's just like, ew, like it's just disgusting. Um, there's another, there's a couple more scenes that are like that too. But then, yeah, the vibes just turn into like, I don't know, just depressing, but not like in an interesting way vibes. I don't know how to describe it. I'm very torn with this movie. I don't know if I really fucking hate this movie. Or if I kind of like this movie. Mm -hmm. I'm like somewhere in between. Because I had a good time. Perry Kyogen's great. He's always great in everything that he does. He plays weirdos all the fucking time. He's very good he at playing He played another weirdos. loner in this movie, which I'm surprised he did. Yeah, he he plays a bunch of weirdos. Because in Banshees. Oh, played... Banshees. He plays Banshees, yeah. He was another um, loner. I forgot that he was in Banshees. He just um, wanted a friend. Yeah, he wanted a friend. Um, And he he gets a friend here. Um, Jacob Elordi's character. Um, He's good, too. I've always liked Jacob Bellardi. He's in two, two movies four. this year. He's, Priscilla. He's in. He's Elvis. I forgot. Yeah, he has, I haven't seen Priscilla. But yeah, no, it's very weird vibes, man. Like the complete opposite of what we were talking about. Like they're laying around because it's hot. And yeah, it's just, I don't know. It felt like the movie was trying to go somewhere. And I understand what they're trying to say. But the vibes weren't there for me. And But then other moments, I'm like, this is so disturbingly funny and like i'm kind of laugh i'm having a good time and then they play murder on the dance floor at the very end of the scene i'm like this movie's great i love this movie and it's jacob i mean it's barry keogh and just fucking dancing naked just full frontal naked just dancing to murder on the dance floor i'm like this movie's kind of funny like i don't know like i don't know what to think about it's this just kind of wacky yeah and i've seen a, this this movie's like trending on tiktok because like girlfriends are taking their boyfriends to go see this because of all the actors and the boyfriends are like, what the fuck did you make me watch this movie? This movie's so crazy. This movie's so fucking awful. And um, girls are like watching it to trend like before and after Saltburn. It's not an insane movie. It's really not. Yeah. There's just like a scene in here. Like maybe, okay, depends on like how you feel, how you squirm and stuff. There's like two scenes in here. But there's one scene in particular that's very absolutely hilariously traumatizing. Because it is so, it's just so funny. It's like, I can't really say too much about it because I don't want to spoil it. Because 
if you do watch it. I've been it. told to watch this movie. I've been told, like, we need your opinion. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I feel... I need to talk about this in spoiler detail in order for me to really say how I'll check I feel it out. about it. I'll check it out. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah, I don't... I'm in the middle. I don't know if I like this or not. I haven't felt this way. No, actually, no, because I was gonna say Babylon, but I really love a lot. I love a lot of moments mm. in Babylon. I don't really love anything here. I just had a good time, but I don't know if I hate this movie or not. Interesting is my thing. Yes, but again, I take in this feeling over a movie than a movie that I'm like, eh, that was all right. This movie's kind of like either you love it or you fucking hate it. Um, so it's about a guy just like wants a friend. It's yeah, like, and then he finds like his Jacob Alordi's family is a bunch of like misfits, right? It's a bunch of misfits. Um, you get to know them and you get to like, oh, this family's kind of cool. And then like in the two thousands, they make it known that it's two thousands, even though they're in this big castle and castle vibes is crazy. Yeah, no, because the handmaiden is literally castle vibes. Yeah, so yeah. It's I like, mean, that's it's not I'm... a huge castle, yeah. but it's like you know, it's a big ass house mansion in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and it's just vibes. Castle vibes. But I don't know if it was my vibes. Okay. Um, that's all I'll say. But I just wanted to mention it because yeah, I we went from talking about vibes, and I wanted to mention the vibes no, that I yeah. saw there. That's all you can yeah. really. Yeah. That's how you talk about movies now. I mean, that's how I talk about them. It's the only way. Yeah. Movies are about vibes. I don't know how to talk about movies <laughs> without mentioning the word vibes. Yeah. Because that's what a movie's supposed to do, man. It's supposed to give you vibes. It is. You either fuck with the vibes or you don't fuck with the vibes. And I don't know if I fucked with it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But I did enjoy a lot of those scenes in there. I will say, I was trying... It was one of those like moments where I was trying so hard not to laugh because I would have bursted out laughing. Um, It was just funny. (laughs) Seeing everyone squirming is just hilarious. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, um, did you want to mention anything else before we no, wrap it up? That's about it. Okay, so before we wrap it up, we got to play a little game. Because last, play game. last week we played a little game where I showed Brian, or Brian listened to a score that I brought in, and he had to guess the movie which that score was from. And We thought it was a fun game, and we want to continue it this week, and we're probably going to continue it forever because it's just a fun way to bond about scores and soundtracks they don't get a lot of love and it's a nice little trivia game so if you want to play along with us come play brian's going to show me some scores i'm gonna have to guess what movie they're from first one first one i almost just i almost just like turned my phone for some reason (laughs) this one (laughs) i was like this is the score this is the score hold on okay okay hopefully there's no ads dude god damn it (laughs) it's okay Ads are fun. We they have to pay for their music. No, somehow. they're not. They're getting bad. They're getting terrible on oh, YouTube. Oh yeah. At least you didn't get like five of them. You should know it. Okay, this is the first one. Okay. Whoa. This sounds really familiar. Whoa, what is... Can you hear well? No, I can hear. Oof, okay. 
I'm gonna activate my first. Are just giving it away. I'm gonna I'm gonna activate my first hint. Um, give me the year that it was released. Or do you know? Or give me you give me a hint that that would that's not like super spoilery. One of your favorite movies. Whoa! I'm gonna kill myself. Um, actually. I will say, not like a big blockbuster. Not even American. It's not American. Art house? Is that the word that people use? Is art house the word? Or is that kind of weird? Did we just talk about this movie? Today? No. No. Dude, I know this score. Where is this from? Does it start with the P? Yeah. Is this Teton? Yeah. Oh my it, god, it, I knew it's it. Teton. It's Teton. I knew it. It's Teton. Oh my god. Yeah, it's Teton. I knew I knew this movie. Yeah, yeah. One of the one of my favorite Go movies ever. Movie, dude. One of my favorite movies In ever. Terms ever of made. Like how movies look too. Like that one is like on another weirdo level, oh. but like still beautiful. Dude, every it's so funny. It's so funny that you chose this because I love this movie to death. And then when someone asked me, like, oh, like what's one of your favorite movies i'll mention a bunch of I'll, I'll mention a bunch of movies and then i'm like debating on whether or not i should mention this one because i don't want to look like a weirdo because like because if i mention this <laughs> movie it. i'm like oh yeah i love titan oh what it's what's it about well the there's this woman she has sex with her car and she kills a bunch of people and then she meets of a fireman and gets sucked into this family. Like it, it is such a fucking goaded movie. It is so good. It kind of reinvigorated my love for movies because for a moment I thought that I wasn't that. I don't know. I was going to lose the love for it. And it just reminded me like, Oh yeah, I'll never lose the love from fucking filmmaking. Nope. And shit. Cause movies can be like so different. Yeah. Sounds like service level, but like literally like, when you get a lot of movies that you watch in America, yeah. they all kind of like, not all of them, they they have this certain feeling. They all yeah. kind of blend together. And when you watch like a foreign film, it's like, whoa. What's well, different? That's why you got to, you got to branch out. You do. Because you might think that you just love American movies. Then you watch a French film. And you watch an Argentinian film. Then you watch a movie from Bollywood. Then you're like, whoa, dude. Yeah. There's so much shit out there. Yeah, what a fucking banger of a movie, Teton. Go watch it if you haven't fucking seen that shit. All right, next. Next movie. Score. All right, number Hopefully film number two. There's no ads. If if there isn't an ad, I'm gonna be worried. Airbnb. Cool, dude. Good yeah. job. Airbnb. I'm not getting an Airbnb. <laughs> Shut up. No. Okay, cool, man. I'm really concentrating on this one. Oh, I know this one. It's tingling my back. Holy shit. 
Wow. I'm actually might get really mad that I'm not gonna do the What is this? Give me the genre. Action. I I was worried you were gonna say action. Actually I was really worried you were gonna say action. It is heat. Am I right? It's heat. Let's go. Oh, my God. Two for two. You're good. Dude, I was so worried I wasn't going to get it. And then it fucking came to me. As soon as you see the action, I was like, oh, it came to me. Yeah. What a beautiful score. Yeah. Really beautiful good. score. Um, I don't know if you saw this recently. Adam Driver was interviewed. And he was like, oh, yeah, I've seen Heat like has to be 200 times. And then <laughs> someone like me was like, oh, he's just like me for real. So, yeah, Adam Driver's one of us. He watches Heat 200 times. Beautiful fucking movie. Beautiful score. Um, I think they're making a Heat 2, and Adam Driver's going to play. Heat 2! Let's ma- go, Adam man. Driver's going to play Robert De Niro's character. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. No, I can't wait. I literally can't wait. Um, go to the fucking movie. These, are, these ones are hard, though, because... I, I love the Heat score, but it's not one that pops up when I all the time when I listen to scores and soundtracks. Um, was that the was that the one where at the very end of the movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That scene, yeah. Beautiful movie, beautiful. <clears throat> I'm sweating, dude. Next score. I really am sweating. Okay, I'm ready. Oh, I I was just talking in this Let's one. See what's this one, dude? Dog. Digestive. digestive system okay food for the food dog for the dogs himes himes for, for life wow I don't okay third movie oh no i just listened to this wait no no oh this is such a good one dude i can't wait Holy shit. But here's the thing. I'm cheating because I'm asking for hints. And the hints are... That's a beautiful score. I've definitely seen this movie a couple of times. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have. You want a hint? Yes, please. Hold on. Hold on. I don't want to show you. I might flip my phone on accident. Mm. I need, oh, I'm going to give you the year it came out. So, yeah, 2022. Last year. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, fuck. Damn it. I've seen it multiple times. Just one time for sure. I know. I first seen it one time. I, I remember think the score. you've seen it more than one time. I remember the score. 2022, bro. Last year. Last fucking year. This isn't everything, right? No, not everything. I'm scratching my beard there. 
Holy shit. I'm actually really upset that I'm not getting this right away because I 1,000% recognize the score. 1,000%. Uh, think of another hit. I guess you know what we were talking about. Like two thousand two, we were talking about genres of movies and like why doesn't this movie get made more? But it literally just got made last year. We're so dumb. <laughs> this is one of them. It's a drama. I'll give you that. It's a drama. No, because I was gonna say one thing, but it's not it because I've only seen it one time. Damn, what if it is the movie you've only seen it one time? No, this sounds like something I've seen multiple times. Maybe, maybe not. Such a recognizable like it's it's to the point where it's so recognizable that I've seen this a lot. You know oh, what I mean? okay. Right. Fucking son of a gun, dude. Because I'll, the first thing that was going to pop into my head, I was going to say the whale, but it's not the whale. It's it's another drama that got made. They just keep popping up. Keep popping up. Oh my God, I'm going to need another another hint, dude. Okay, 2022. What drama. else? Drama. Drama. Can I ask a question? You yeah. say yes or no? Yeah. Was it nominated? For... <laughs> was it nominated for something sure yeah i think so Fuck. there's so, so that, many different awards ceremonies yeah. it's like yeah it possibly well, for was the academy awards i guess yeah i think i don't know dude oh Ooh, dude i'm really upset you might have stumped me even though i know i've heard this score. if i would have said yes what movie would you have said if it is from a like did get nominated did get nominated for best picture like what movie would you have said? Um, I don't know. What I have to, I would have to think about it. Last um, year. Let me let me let me remember the, Actually, the nominees. It's, yeah, last year. Just think of the movies that got nominated. Man. Dude. I'm gonna need one more hint or else I'm gonna have to think about dude. This is fucked. This is so fucked. You might have stumped me. I can't think of it. My mind is just going to blank right now. Give me a minute. Oh, fuck. Director is not a man. So female director. Not a man? Yeah, not a man. Not a man? It's not a guy. Not a guy? Not a man? Female director, 2022 drama. A female director, 2022 drama that I can't think of? Greta, not Greta. Obviously not Greta. Because Little Woman came out Dude, this is actually embarrassing. You're gonna, you're I'm gonna, gonna feel so dumb. I'm gonna feel so dumb right yeah, now. Yeah, you are, dude. It's like, oh, you're it's gonna one of your favorite movies. I think if you say it, yeah, I'm gonna throw up. Yeah, just say the movie. You know what it is. <laughs> I don't know. Just say the movie. I don't know. 
dude, I'm throwing no, it off no. with the uh, if it was nominated because I actually don't know. I just need to remember. I just need to remember. Female director that was that came out with the movie last fucking year. Yeah. That I love a lot. Yeah. Let me just say it. I don't know. It doesn't. It's like in the back of my head. I'm trying to make it come to the front. You're going to have to tell me. It's an intimate story between not a lot of people. Between two characters. Between two characters. I was going to say, like, how do I say two characters without not saying... It's a movie with not a lot of characters. Just two of them. The entire movie? Pretty much. I should give it away. Dude, I can't think of it. I'll be dead serious right now. And I'm going to... I'm actually going to kill myself after this recording. I can't believe we're going to post this. I am losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. I'm losing my mind. Holy fucking shit, dude. I can't think of the Those movie. are all the hints. I know. Those are all the hints that you could give me that I should be able to get this. Oh, my God. Give me I'm a timer for one minute. Um, yeah. Holy shit. I'm going to just say it out loud until it fucking clicks in my head. Female director, 2022. It came out last year. You've seen it's it a drama. times, and it's a drama, and I and I love it. And I don't know why I can't really think of it. You heard the score? I've no, the score is so so good, and I've heard it. Why can't I think of this name? This is really embarrassing. This, this you know, this is what it feels like whenever you know, like when you're on a trivia show, and then you're watching it from, like you're watching the show. And then they can't think of the answer. You're like, it's fucking this. You're a fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. That's going to be me re-listening to this part of the podcast. Okay, what is it? Just tell me. And I'm going to be embarrassed. Dude, you can't think of one. <laughs> I want you to say one more movie. Just say one more movie from last year. It's a drama. Any movie I would be happy with. Drama, 2022, female director. Just say anything. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed, dude. It's not American, right? It was based in America, but the director is not. Oh, the the director is not American. Mm-mm. But it is it's in America with American characters. Yeah, I know. My heart's beating out of my chest. If you can feel my heart, it's beating out of my chest. Can you just say it so I can? The movie is. <laughs> I don't want to look at you, actually. You want me to say it seriously? Yeah, you're going to have to say this. Okay. You sure? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Wait, 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 yeah, yeah, you got it. You got it. Wait, 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 this is what I'm wait, saying. Wait, 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 because the score is so familiar, I think I might own this movie. I'm trying to think of other movies. Probably right now. do. I don't know. Maybe I had this like confidence because I got the first two. But I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna get say this. a movie. Suddenly, I can't think of any movie. I'm just oh, thinking yeah. about Adam hate, Driver and the meme. Happens. I'm just thinking about Adam Driver's meme. Like I've seen Heat 200 times. Um, <laughs> that's all I can think about is Heat. Fucking 200 times. Holy shit, dude. Um. 
a movie that was fucking released last year. I can't think of. I'm actually can't think of one movie that was released last year. I literally can't think of a movie that was released last year. No movies got released last year. Actually, it was a trick. <laughs> what won Best Picture last year? I can't even think of that. Who won Best Picture? Dude, who won Best Picture last year? I can't remember. I literally can't Dude. remember. No. I'm being dead ass serious. My mind just got wiped. Dude, I don't know who Will Smith from Men in Black just fucking erased my memory. I know this movie. Of course I do. Did Avatar win Best Picture? No, that one best no. like uh like VFX and stuff. Um Who won Best Picture? What won Best Picture? Tar? No, Tar didn't win. No. Tar was nominated, I think. Tar was nominated. Avatar was nominated. Hey Siri, who what won else Best was, Picture in 2022? What else was nominated? What? Coda? Coda was last year. Coda was last year. No, it wasn't. That was 2020. Like that was like 2020. Yo, Siri sucks, dude. What? I'm not gonna look at the nominees because it might be there. Look up the She's nominees. Tripping, bro. What look up the nominees. What year is it? <laughs> Is it 2024 or 2023? 2023. But the 2023 Oscars. Look up 2023 Oscars. Oh, I'm so stupid. Wait, I want to do it in this way. Hey, Siri, who won Best Picture 2023? <laughs> everything won. Every, yeah. Everything. Okay. Okay. Everything won last year. Yeah. And it was nominated with... um. Avatar, it was nominated with Tar, right? I think so. It was nominated with, um, Banshees, Elvis, Banshees of Inisherin, Fablemans, Fablemans, Top Gun, Top Gun, Maverick. Triangle of Sadness, Woman Talking was not. So it was not mentioned. Not, I'm was not mentioned. It was, it was not, not nominated. Uh, nominated for best picture. I thought it was nominated though for something. I don't know. Sheesh. Uh, I'm, just say I'm it. gonna tell you. Yeah, say it. After Sun. Oh no! You just mentioned it. I totally forgot that was released last year. I totally forgot that was released last year. I don't know why. Let me tell you this. Yeah. I don't know why when you said uh, directed by a woman released last year after Sun never came to my head because I didn't when I first saw Portrait of a Lady on Fire I had seen it and I was like this is the best movie I've seen all year but it was released like in 2019 oh so I thought it was released like in 2020 yeah it does have that type of I thought it was released way back then Mm -hmm. I was like I just discovered this gem Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to I feel sick to my stomach that I didn't I'm an idiot. Didn't mention After Sun because it's the best movie in the last decade. Yeah. And you got me with my best, my favorite movie. I did. So you did get me. And I feel very embarrassed. Charlotte Wells, I'm so sorry I disappointed you. Paul Mescal. Paul Mescal. I'm so sorry. Um, Formal apologies to everyone involved. It is a beautiful score. It's a beautiful movie. And you fucking got me with that. That took way too long because I was so, I was such an idiot that I didn't get After Sun. 
Dang it. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I got I got some wrong last time too, so it's fine. Yeah. But the thing is, you got me you got me with 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 the movie that I love. So it hurts. Sorry. Double. It hurts a double. Sorry. It's okay. It's part of the game. Yeah. It's part of the game show. Um now I want to get you bad. Now I want to. Time to re-up on my favorite movies <laughs> ever, dude. <laughs> I have to redo it. Yeah. Um, Time to just rewatch. Yeah, because all my you favorites. know what? Scores. I love scores and soundtracks. I love um, when and composers talk about their scores and stuff. It's so fascinating to me because I can't really do it, and it's something that's so magical when they fucking just makes make music for the movie, and they fucking just make the most beautiful shit you've ever heard in your life that perfectly encapsulates the movie. Um, so I find it so fascinating to me. So it's only fitting that we play this game and embarrass ourselves because yeah. we think that we know the scores that yeah. we're talking about. So it's only fitting. Um, yeah, again, that was a segment, guys. We want to keep doing this type of game because we want to embarrass each other as much as we can. It's funny. It's funny. Um, and yeah, that took way too long because I'm an idiot. And I didn't know that Chapter Song was released last fucking year. But I digress. I'm making excuses. <clears throat> I should have known it. Um, yeah. But that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Think Movie Show. If you want to find out where you can best listen to the show, visit our Anchor webpage at anchor.fm slash thinkmovieshow. Follow um, the show on social media at thinkmovieshow on Twitter, on YouTube at thinkmovieshow. And on TikTok at Think Movie. Um, Brian, where can people find you? Uh, Brian Prado. No, Brian Prado, Twitter, Instagram, Brian Prado, Letterboxd, TikTok. Cool. Um, for me on Letterboxd, I am at Cisco Lopez underscore 14. And same thing with TikTok and Twitter. And that's going to be it for this week's episode. And we'll see you guys on the next one. Happy holidays.